Before I actually get into the lyrics of this album, let me provide some context of how it was made. The Strokes are a New York band through and through. They are inspired by both the energy of the streets with pedestrian traffic and nonstop action, but also by the late 70s New York rock scene. Bands like the Ramones, The Clash, Lou Reed, and Iggy Pop would tear up bars and clubs throughout the East Village, such as the CBGB. This is important for the development of the Strokes since they, they thought there was a rawness missing from popular music. In the late 90s, after the grunge movement with bands like Nirvana, people were tired of heavy music and just wanted bland and easy to listen to music. This led to the rise of bands like Oasis and even the Spike and Boy bands in the early 2000s. The Strokes found this problematic and wanted to bring back some of the old flair and energy of the early rock movements. If you think that's ambitious, that's because it was, perhaps one of the more ambitious undertakings in music history. People literally wrote that the Strokes were saving rock after this album, and if they did is a rather complicated question. Every band in the 2000s was influenced by this album one way or another, the most extreme case being the Killers who literally rewrote their entire album Hot Fuss after hearing how good is this it was. It also moved the epicenter of rock back to New York, where bands like Interpol, The Yeah Yeahs, and Vampire Weekend would flourish due, due to the attention placed on New York bands. However, many see The Strokes' mission to save rock and roll as a failure, since the charts are dominated by rock, rap, and rock is almost non-existent in the sphere of popular music. There is also a common belief that everything The Strokes released after Is This It was a disappointment. While I don't believe that myself, since I enjoy Room and Fire and Angles quite a bit, it is, understand it is undeniable that Is This It was The Strokes' peak, a peak so high every other attempt at an album is almost futile. Whether you look at this album as Rock's last gasp before its eventual death or the start of an awesome new 2000s New York rock scene, Is This It changed rock history. It did this in part because of how utterly fantastic of an album it is. So I hope you enjoy it. The title track of this album is honestly not one of my favorites. The message is simple when compared to the other songs, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. What it is is an excellent tone setter. You go into this album knowing that Julian is going through an existential crisis, struggling to find the meaning to his life. It starts out with what seems to be a desperate call to save his relationship. The lines, can't you see I'm trying, and I don't even like it, tell the story of Casablanca's blowing off something else to be with his significant other then not finding happiness when he's with her. This sense of hopelessness leads to him to sing one of the more iconic choruses of the past millennium. The second verse shows that the other guys are hitting on Casablanca's significant other, and that he calls them stable children. This line can be interpreted in many ways, but I'll say they're stable because they have steady jobs, unlike Casablanca's does, but they're mentally children because they don't have meaning to their lives. Then it's the bridge, which sees Casablancas rationalizing his fight fighting with his partner. We all disagree, he says a few times, but it appears that the disagreement between Casablancas and his girlfriend is that she wants him to get a steady job, and he wants to make music and be a creative. This song is iconic and memorable because of Casablancas' vocals, one of the more unique vocalists in history. This is because Casablancas plays around with the mic distortion, which changes the pitch of his voice and at times using re reverb effects. He was one of the first to do it, and it influenced bands from the Arctic Monkeys, Cage the Elephant, and Interval Interpol, perhaps being the most influential aspect of the Strokes' music. 
The Modern Age is one of my favorite songs on the album, and it has an almost euphoric feeling, particularly following the gloomy opener of Is This It? Casablanca starts the song with Up on a Hill is where we begin, painting a picture of Casablanca's running free on the top of a mountain. He is particularly happy because he seems to have finally realized that the relationship described in Is This It was not working. During the bridge, Casablanca seems to be over the relationship in one of the more memorable moments on the album when he screams, let me go, 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 go. On a personal note, every time I hear that line, I scream it out in my room, and perhaps you should try it too, it's quite cathartic. The chorus is incredibly well written, going, leaving just in time, stay there for a while, rolling in the ocean, trying to catch her eye, work hard and say it's easy. Do it just to please me. Tomorrow will be different, so I'll pretend I'm leaving. The first two lines are an interesting contrast, since the leaving just in time indicates a quick departure, while still stay there for a while indicates a drawn-out departure, so it's a bit of an oxymoron. Then, rolling in the ocean to try to catch her eye relates to the next part of the chorus about how people put so much time and effort into trying to impress other people without trying to be good to themselves. Then the last line, tomorrow will be different, so I'll pretend I'm leaving, can be interpreted in multiple ways. One way is while Casablancas will leave the relationship and have a different tomorrow, but he will never leave the mindset that led him into the relationship in the first place. The other way to interpret the line is to say that the hope of a better tomorrow will make it hard for Casablancas to leave the relationship. The final way to interpret it is that tomorrow won't be different without a sacrifice. This is the way I interpret it, interpret the line, since it fits into the narrative of the song of leaving behind what makes you unhappy. But if you believe in one of the first two, that's cool. Verse 2 brings into play another aspect to his unhappiness, his substance abuse issues. The Strokes were victims of their early success in the aspect that when they played at bars in the East Village, they were so popular that they'd drink and party with everyone in the audience. This was an unhealthy lifestyle. Luckily, Casablanca's quit drinking early on, but it was a problem while making this album. This verse, he admits to picking up girls and thinking he liked them because he was drunk. Not the most romantic lines ever, but undeniably honest. The final lines before the last chorus paint a picture of Casablanca's playing in the sun, running, and free. There's another chance to shout a go, 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 and a final chorus, and that is the blueprint to the perfect stroke song. It is almost a love song to the feeling of freedom and independence from toxic relationships, which which certainly makes for a good song. For the longest time, I thought that Soma was a love song. It's upbeat, easy to sing along to, and has a sweet guitar lick. But it is not, I repeat, not a love song. It is, in fact, a dark dystopian song about Brave New World. Brave New World is a book similar to 1984 in that it's a dystopian future. The only difference is that in Brave New World, the government controls people with pills, appropriately called the Soma. The Soma give people in the dystopian world a warm and fuzzy feeling much like the song gives off. It is also worth noting that the Smashing Pumpkins also made a song inspired by Soma, except their song is noticeably darker. The song starts out with a catchy guitar lick. The first two songs are almost all dominated by Casablanca's spectacular vocals, but this song has prominent guitar too. 
However, Casablanca's vocals are interesting because they go from soft and sweet to angry and crazy. It can be interpreted, though, that love is the soma. Love is the drug that society gives to all of its citizens. The main character of the book, Aldous Huxley, doesn't take the soma because he doesn't approve of the society around it. Just like Julian Casablancas doesn't approve of the society around him. This is the point I must tell you. Casablancas is a radical. He doesn't approve of society and capitalism. It is worth noting that while Stroke's videos all appear to be low budget and they paint themselves as converse-wearing rejects of society, they actually are all very wealthy people. The band was in fact started at Dwight, the same school Paris Hilton went to, so it's very wealthy. Casablancas's father left the family when he was young to pursue work opportunities and shipped his kid off to a boarding school in Switzerland. So it is safe to say that Casablancas's mistrust in capitalism and society stems from his father choosing monetary gain over family time. Well, I personally don't agree with m- many of Casablancas's assessment. I'm a big fan of capitalism in American society. I nonetheless find it interesting to see the way he sees the world. Barely Legal is perhaps the most hard-rocking song on the album. Verse 1 is Casablanca's giving advice to a younger girl based on his experience. The advice is pretty straightforward. Don't spend your money stupidly, put yourself first, and work hard. Then the line, I want to steal your innocence, comes along, and it shows a darker side to the song. He's giving the girl advice probably because he wants to have sex with her, and her innocence is her virginity. This relates to the title, Barely Legal, because she is likely 18 and Casablancas is older, so it is literally barely legal. He continues with the advice in verse 2, but seems to contradict himself by saying, I should have worked much harder, and I should have just not bothered. I interpret this line by relating it to the cost of living in New York City, and how he should have worked much harder to afford it, but also should have just left it. He tells her about his work and how she should be on time, then saying that she should listen to him. He sounds like an annoying father more than a boyfriend in the beginning of the song. However, the tone quickly changes in the build-up to the chorus when he says, I just want to turn you down. I just want to turn you around. Turning the girl down is rejecting her, and then turning her around, I assume, refers to sex. The next lines, You ain't never had nothing I wanted, but I want it all. I just can't figure nothing out. Shows a clear clear sense of confusion. Then comes one of the more catchy choruses on the album. And all together, it went well. We may pretend we were best friends. Then she said, oh, you're a freak. They ordered me to make mistakes. Together again, like the beginning. It all works somehow in the end. The things we did, the things you hide. But for the record, it's between you and I. I can tell you the secret behind the song now. It's not about Casablanca's. It is, in fact, about his father, who had an affair with a 16-year-old girl when he was 41. Yuck. It explains many aspects of the song, why he sounds so much like a dad, why he wants her to hide it, and how the only thing he cares about is sex. The irony about this song is the advice Julian's father gave to the girl is likely the same advice he gave to him. Get a job, make money, work hard. Julian clearly has a terrible father, which explains his distrust in society, alcohol abuse, and relationship problems. Someday is like sunshine on a summer day. It is an amazing feeling of freedom and euphoria. It may sound like a love song, but it is not. It is in fact the happiest breakup song ever. 
the song starts off with in many ways they'll miss the good old days someday someday i think of the power of nostalgia and how looking back at bad times can seem positive I know for myself, I didn't have the best middle school experience, as I didn't have many friends and struggled to fit in. Even though high school has been awesome and I've made spectacular friends along the way, I look back at middle school with a sense of nostalgia for the past. Even with relationships, time is a funny way of making failed relationships and dates that went nowhere seem like pleasant memories. One can interpret this line positively, since time makes everything seem nice, or negatively, since we'll always be yearning for what we had. However, this song is so darn happy, I'm going to interpret it on the positive side. You can do what you want, though. Then comes, it hurts to stay, but I want you to stay. Sometimes, sometimes. I see two parts to the line, where he wants to break up with her, since it hurts, so, it, since it hurts to say that he wants her to stay, and he wants her to stay. He wants both sometimes, which is why sometimes is repeated twice. When we were young, oh man did we have fun, relates to the sense of nostalgia he referenced in the opening lines. Then, promises, they'll, they break before they're made, refers to the promise to stay together for all of eternity in marriage. But he hasn't made that promise yet, so he already broke it by leaving her. The chorus is belted out with pure joy in Casablanca's voice. Oh, my ex is I'm lacking in depth. I will try my best. You say you want to stand by your si my side? Darling, your head's not right. Ah, see, alone we stand. Together we fall apart. Yeah, I think we'll be alright. I'm working so I don't have to try so hard. Tables, they turned some time. No, I ain't wasting no more time. Just so you know, it was really hard for me to say that chorus without singing it. His ex says he's lacking in depth because he doesn't want to commit long term to the relationship, but he calls her illogical by saying her head's not right. Then comes a plan and a popular expression, we'll, we stand together, we'll fall apart. Which, translate to, which translates to, we either work together or we fail together. He says, alone we stand. Together we fall apart, which means they'll be fine if they break up, but they'll fall apart if they stay together. Since the relationship is failing, Casablancas is working so he doesn't have to try to love himself, focusing on self-improvement. Then comes the final line of the course, I ain't wasting no more time, which could mean he's not wasting time in a toxic relationship, or that he isn't wasting time hating himself. Whatever it means, it's happy as hell. Verse 2 is Casablanca starting to doubt himself and his decision making, and now my fears, they come to me in threes. It is worth noting that three is an unlucky number. To prove this, think back to folktales like Goldilocks, the Three Little Bears, and a Christmas character. All are very poor outcomes, and all involve three characters. There are three pigs, three bears, and three ghosts. Fate, my friend, you say the strangest things. Is Casablanca's coming to terms with the things life throws at him? It is difficult, but he sings the chorus one more time to feel very confident in his decision-making. It is a great breakup song, but more importantly, it is a self-love song. A song to listen to anytime you need a confidence booster. That is why it is one of The Strokes' most popular songs and beloved by fans around the world. Alone Together takes a darker look at relationships ending by emphasizing the feeling of loneliness, relating to the title. He isn't feeling confident about his decision to break up anymore, with the, ch with the line, 
no choice now, he gave up, referring to himself in the third person. The next song says, Lisa, take time for me, is in reference to a Velvet Underground song called Lisa Sis. It's a fantastic song. My personal favorite Velvet Underground song is Sweet Drain, but Lisa Sis is no doubt good. The song is about a girl who's looking for a relationship, so she says, take time for me, which drops a man down to his knees to propose to her. The chorus goes, take me away, see I've got to explain, things they have changed in such a permanent way, life seems unreal, can we go back to your place, oh you drink too much, makes me drink just the same. Casablancas is going to the back to the girl's house. In breaking up with her, he didn't fully understand the permanent changes and ramifications of his decision and wants to go back to her place. He clearly seemed drunk, causing his ex to tell him to stop drinking, but Casablancas is going to drink just as much. He didn't care. The second verse is all about how useless the advice people gave him was and how people just gave it to make themselves feel better. I personally completely agree with this sentiment. I think advice is stupid. Only I can understand the situation I'm going through, just like only you can understand the situation you're going through. Unless someone specifically asks for advice or guidance, I feel like good friends should just support each other and not inflict their beliefs and advice on others. My friends typically do this. The chorus is repeated one more time before the outro of the first time it happened too fast, the second time I thought it would last, we all like it a little different. I relate this line, this last part of the song, to the chorus when he says, Can we go back to your place? They probably had sex, and the we all like it a little different line refers to the fact that some people enjoy having sex with their exes. Last Night is similar in some ways to Someday, with an upbeat guitar riff and lyrics about a breakup, but a deeper look at the song shows that it is about depression and heartache. Disguise is a love song. The line, last night, she said, being repeated over and over again makes the casual link listener think, aw, she said she liked him, but no, not at all. The song starts out with the lines, last night, she said, oh baby, I feel so down, oh it turns me off when I feel left out. This is likely referring to Casablanca's significant other, feeling left down when Casablanca's is out playing gigs with the strokes at bars, possibly cheating on her. Casablancas is sick and tired of her complaining, so he says, So I turned around. Oh, baby, don't care no more. I know this for sure. I'm walking out that door. He left her again, but this time he doesn't feel the same sense of euphoria he he did on some day. In fact, he feels a depression. He says, Well, I've been in town for just about 15 minutes now, and baby, I feel so down, and I don't know why. I keep walking for miles. I relate to this line because for me walking is a great way to deal with sadness and some of my saddest moments I've taken long walks throughout the city and I felt instantly better. The chorus of the song goes and say people they don't understand your girlfriends they can't understand your grandsons they won't understand on top of this I ain't ever gonna understand. He's listing people who won't understand what's going through his mind and I think they won't understand how depressed he was. Depression can be underst- can be hard to understand. I fortunately don't experience it myself, but sometimes it's hard for people around someone to accept their emotions. They'll just say be happy or tough it out or think positively, but it doesn't always work like that. The next line he repeats last night, then he goes to say, So I turned around, oh baby gonna be alright, 
it was a great big lie because I left that night. Yeah. The the great big lie was that he cared about her since he left shortly after listening to her problems with the relationship rather than fixing them. He goes on to list all the people who won't understand, his girlfriend, people in spaceships, and most importantly, himself. He doesn't understand why he is so depressed and why he can't maintain a functional relationship. Finally, he ends the song by saying he knows one thing's for sure, that he's walking out that door, putting an end to the relationship once and for all. Hard to Explain is one of the more confusing songs in the album. It is quite literally hard to explain. The first verse sounds awesome, but it is tough to decipher. Was an honest man, asked me for the phone, tried to take control. Oh, I don't see it that way. I don't see it that way. We shared some ideas, all obsessed with fame. Sis, we're all the same. Oh, I don't see it that way. I don't see it that way. This is the first song on the album that really deals with the Strokes' newfound fame and how people think all he cares about is being famous, but he doesn't see it that way. Raised in Carolina, I'm not like that. Trying to remind her when we go back is the next line, and it likely refers to a girl Casablancas is trying to hook up with from Carolina who isn't used to casual sex like in New York. It is worth noting that Casablancas cares so little about the girl that he doesn't even know which Carolina she's from. I find that funny. The chorus is the most confusing part of the song. It goes, I missed the last bus. I'll take the next train. I'll try, but you see, it's hard to explain. I say the right thing, but act the wrong way. I like it right here, but I cannot stay. I'm watching TV, forget what I'm told. Well, I'm too young, and they are too old. The joke is on you. This place is a zoo. You're right, it's true. It is likely due to Casablanca's insanity at the moment that he is speaking nonsense or incoherent thoughts. When It Started wasn't originally on the album, and what happened is quite interesting. Originally, a song called New York City Cops was on the album, which painted cops out to be bumbling idiots. The chorus literally goes, New York City Cops, New York City Cops, New York City Cops, and they ain't too smart. I often feel the same frustration against police being a young person and feeling powerless when a party gets shut down or one of my friends gets caught doing something something small and stupid. However, shortly after this release, a little thing called 9-11 happened, and the Strokes were so impressed by the response of New York's police to the situation that they took down the song off the album, unless you buy it on vinyl like I did, not to flex on y'all. But the song is all over YouTube, and they often play it live. So suddenly, the Strokes had to write a new track to replace this one, so Casablancas did what he knows how to do best, talk shit about his dad. Some hardcore Strokes fans don't like the song since it's a bit more bland than New York City Cops. I personally think New York City Cops is a better song as well, but this song is great too. The line won't decide, but he won't debate appears throughout the song. I think it refers to his father's lack of direction and purpose in his life, but his inability to be questioned about it. That is what the song starts off with. Then it goes into, Sid, thanks my friend, thought it was too late, oh why, oh why. I don't know. So you think things move pretty fast down here. Well, just wait, my dear, till you look up there. Oh, maybe someday you'll know. Had the second kid was an early night, got to be well-dressed, because he hates to fly. Oh, loves his job, takes it home. This is referencing his father's many children due to his constant cheating. In fact, Casablancas has five half-siblings he has little relationship with. 
The father doesn't want to see his other kids and comes up with dumb excuses not to see them. He hates to fly. He has a lot of work. All kinds of nonsense. The chorus goes, anything they wanted, they could have it. Have it. Didn't even notice. I didn't mind. I don't mind it. Mind it. This is referring to his parents and particularly his dad not giving any attention to him since they could have anything else in the world since they had so much money. He didn't mind it though, either because he was too young to understand he was being neglected or he spent his time working on music or writing. Either interpretation is valid. The next verse goes, won't decide, but he won't debate. Said, thanks my friend, thought we was dead. Oh why, oh why, I don't know. Think things move pretty fast down here. But just wait, my dear, till we get up there. Oh, maybe someday they'll know. This verse paints the picture of Casablanca's father coming home once and that Casablanca's thought their relationship was dead. Then Casablanca's dad gives him a lecture about how he doesn't understand how busy his life is due to work, a common excuse of not spending time with children. The next chorus goes, Come on, tell me, does she, le- does she warm the room when he comes? Or does he just know how to leave when it gets cold? This is Casablanca's asking why his parents are still together if his dad is never home. The expression warm the room refers to a wife waiting for her cheating husband to return. The outro is also very telling. Well, I don't care. I don't care because it's free. He doesn't care about his parents' lack of attention since he sees it as freedom. This childhood experience of being left alone probably made it hard for him to commit to a relationship, but it also gave him a sense of creativity from having to occupy himself so much. It is worth noting, while Casablancas hated his dad during the recording of this album, a few years later when Casablancas was struggling with alcoholism, his dad reached out to him. Ever since, they have remained very close. His father calls himself the biggest Strokes fan alive and often goes to their concerts. He was an active grandfather, and it probably explains the happier tone in recent Strokes album. Trying your luck goes back to a failing relationship. The first verse goes, You said you couldn't stay. You've seen it all before. I know. And sold you on their way. Oh, honey, that's okay. This is likely referring to his girlfriend being with many dysfunctional guys who gave excuses for their behavior. Casablancas fits this description perfectly, whether he realizes it or not at the moment. Then the refrain comes in, which goes, No harm, he's armed, setting off all your alarms. When I find out, I hope it's you who set this trap. The end of this song album isn't as clear lyrically as the first half. This is in part because Casablancas has gone a little bit crazy dealing with his emotions and his problems. While the narrative isn't as strong, the emotion and fun of the music takes over, and it's hard rocking. The last two songs are especially inspired by the late 70s New York rock scene, with its power chords and screaming vocals and repetitive choruses. The only difference, however, is that Casablancas uses refrain on his voice to give it an almost echo effect whatever it is it's unique and gripping with the lyrics of the refrain i think of casablancas as a ticking time bomb with the use of the words harm alarm and trap all giving me that feeling the second verse goes and storefronts rarely changed at least i'm on my own again instead of anywhere with you oh tell me that it's all the same With the first line, the storefronts rarely change, it refers to the gentrification of New York happening in the early 2000s when rents were becoming expensive and chain stores were moving in. As a result, neighborhoods lost character and just featured many of the same banks, fast food restaurants, and stores, basically the Starbucks on every corner. 
unfortunately, the problem's only gotten worse, and Casablancas has been more and more fed up with it. Even saying that he thinks Queens is the last place in New York City that's cool because of their lack of chain stores and large amounts of unique shops and food options. Shout out to Queens, it's the best. While I understand Casablanca's sentiment, and it annoys me seeing the same stupid Starbucks in every block, there are still very unique cultures and differences between all New York City neighborhoods. It's just in some cases you have to look past the chain stores to find it. Forget my tangent, let's get to the chorus. He says, and I've lost my page again. I know this is surreal, but I'll try my luck with you. Oh, this life is on my side. Oh, I am your one. Believe me, this is a chance. Oh, oh. He's obviously distraught and doesn't know whether to pursue a relationship and give it one more try or not. He's saying he'll try his luck, hence the name of the song. Interestingly enough, the line, oh, this life is on my side, was originally the inspiration for the original name of the song, This Life, not to be confused with the Vampire Weekend song, This Life. I find it surprising because trying my luck seems to summarize the song so perfectly. I guess that's why they chose it in the end. While Take It or Leave It is not my favorite track on the album, I find it to be the perfect closing. It leaves the listener with a burst of energy, exhilaration, and pure rock and roll ecstasy. The first verse, an electric way to begin the song, goes, Leave me alone, I'm in control, I'm in control, and girls act too much, and boys act too tough, enough is enough, we're on the minds of other men, I know she was. I often try to think of my favorite vocal moments from Casablanca's on the album, which is futile because I love them all so much, but this opener has to be up there. While weaving out of screaming, crooning, and coming off with angst and defiance that makes most teenagers look like myself look like they're easy to deal with, lyrically, the verse is great, too. Talking about how we're all under the influence of society and we fail to think for ourselves. While I don't always agree with Casablancas, I do agree that people don't think for themselves enough and have unique thoughts often. We instead try to fit into societal norms rather than think outside the box and try creative things. This verse resonates with me quite a bit. Then the chorus comes in, just take it or leave it, is repeated over and over again with a scream from Casablancas that manages to sound filled with rage and joy at the same time. It is a freeing moment for Casablancas, though, perhaps one that the whole album has led to, where he finally says to a significant other, either accept me for who I am or get the fuck out. It is what he was leading up to the whole time, through the, all the craziness, depression, breakups, and makeups. These six words make it all worth it. The bridge goes, I say, oh, he's going to let you down, he's going to let you down, and going to break your back for a chance, and going to steal your friends if he can. He's going to win someday. This line makes a few references back to someday, if you can remember that far back. For one, the promises they break before they're made from someday is related to he's gonna let you down off take it or leave it finally he says he's gonna win someday and the connection to the song someday is hopefully obvious hint the word itself the second verse is another fantastically written verse going i fell off the track now i can't go back i'm not like that boys act too much girls act too tough enough is enough we're on the minds of other girls i know he was First off, there's fantastic alliteration with the words track, back, and that. There is also an aspect of advice Casablancas is giving to girls. The line, boys act too much, girls act too tough, is interesting. I interpret it as boys like they don't cheat too much, but girls act like 
they care too much when in reality guys are cheating and girls won't be tough and strong about it. They'll just accept it to stay together. The line, we're on the minds of other girls, I know he was, makes it obvious that he's telling girls and maybe his own girlfriend that boys typically cheat. There is a repeat of the chorus and it ends with the bridge along with a guitar riff that sends that builds off to an epic conclusion. And there it is. You just completed one of the best rock albums of the millennium. Is This It is one of the greatest debut albums of all time, but perhaps it was too great. Oftentimes when artists set expectations so high, they just set themselves up to fail in the future. Look at Nas with Illmatic. Many criticized The Strokes' other albums for being bland or misguided. While I understand the criticism, I think there is great music after Is This It as well. Room on Fire is an album that thrives off of epic highs, particularly on Reptilia, Automatic Style, and even the innocent teenage love song that is Meet Me in the Bathroom. First Impressions of Life on Earth was the next Strokes album, and while it was not terrible, it fails to reach the same highs as the previous two albums. It was made at a bad time for Ca- in Casablanca's life, so the album has a dark tone to it, which itself isn't a problem, but it wasn't executed very well. The album was a commercial failure as well, which amplified the infighting within bet- within the Strokes, causing them to break up. Only five short years after Is This It came out, Funny thing happened though, the band signed a contract with RCA Records before Is This It that demanded five albums, and they only made three. So the Strokes reunited to make Angles, which is a throwback to 80s pop music and Come Down Machine, a record I don't particularly enjoy very much. So that's it, right? The Strokes are dead. Well, not quite. Casablancas has a solo band called The Voids, and they have an album called Virtue, which I loved. It is experimental and emotional, and I can confidently say I like it better than any Strokes album post is this it. Now Casablancas is going to take that creativity and put it into the new Strokes album set to come out April 10th. The band is getting along great since they've played many shows together, and I'm very excited that perhaps that wasn't it, and there's still more to come.